to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball game on a bump. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good morning to you. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Huddle on a gorgeous day here in Gainesville today. Brad's going to produce the show. I'm Steve Russell, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier here. Shane Matthews not here today. Shane has uh, an engagement he's going to, so uh, Coach and I will do the, the uh, solo work today without Shaner. Um, but we got plenty to do today and plenty to talk about. Uh, if you want to call us on the Campus USA call-in line, you can do that, 392-8255. But I'm going to start, uh, Steve, first of all. Welcome. Always good to have you. Um, looking back on last week, it's amazing, Steve, what offenses now do in college football and specifically you know what Kyle Trask has been able to do. He he is squarely, in my view, in the Heisman race now. As you looked at what he did last week, Steve, what did you see? Oh, definitely. He uh, he should be on top right now. The other guys. Now let me take my mask off. But anyway, encourage everybody wear your mask in public everywhere. It'll help you and help everybody around you. But uh, Kyle Trask, uh, he's he's a beautiful passer, as we talked about. Throws a very catchable ball, and he he's he's fundamentally really really sound. And those receivers, though, they catch everything. They they're do. catching everything. Uh, the first drive is about third and seven, and we had a little up and in. And I'm up top watching. And there's two guys go fight for it, and I said, now all of a sudden, first down. Our <laughs> our man catches it. Uh, so the guys are catching everything. The offensive line is playing the best uh, since Coach Mullen's been here in three years. Coach uh, Hevesy's done an outstanding job with those guys. So it's all coming together. And, and again, all those receivers, we got some tall guys, and Kyle can put that ball sort of up high and outside going down the boundary about one, two yards in, in, in the perfect spot over and over again. So, uh, yeah, I guess the Heisman something you talk about during the, during the uh, season. Uh, as a coach, you really don't talk about individual uh, awards and honors and all that kind of stuff with the team. And, and Kyle's smart enough not to get into all that conversation. But certainly, certainly, he's right there with, uh, what, Mac Jones and Justin Fields. And right now, he's got to be ahead because uh, neither one of those guys got a chance to play last week. So, we'll see how it all plays out, but he's very much right in contention to win that thing steve if, if you could um it was interesting because uh arkansas does some different things defensively and i love what florida did that, that first drive well it took seven and a half minutes to score but against the three-man front we, we, you have to run the ball don't you in that situation yeah you run the ball and then you got to have some some different pass patterns uh to hit against it also <clears throat> but uh yeah they did they played a, a little bit of that three-man line uh, drop eight like they did against mississippi state uh fortunately we ran the ball decent and, and we had some little different pass patterns that uh, opened up and, and and then the guys made catches everywhere also you know one of the things i always liked about mm-hmm. your teams and your receivers and i'm seeing it with this bunch look every receiver wants to get a lot of balls that, that that's just inherent in the position mm-hmm. but you guys had great talent, and yet you shared the the receivers shared the rock. This group too. I mean, there there's some good receivers in this team. Some guys that went to the NFL last year, but they never gripe. They just all are one for the other, and that's a really good thing to see. Yeah, that is true, Steve. Uh, gosh, I think all four wide receivers from last year made NFL rosters. Uh, Tyree Cleveland uh, didn't get a lot of opportunities, uh, but he he made I think the Denver Bronco team. So. Uh, yeah, you, you, we spread it around. Uh, of course, Ike, Riedel, and Quezzy, when we had those guys, they all got their share and so forth. And uh, Travis McGriff, gosh, he had to wait till his fifth year to become one of the main guys. And all he did was uh, set the school record for receiving yards in one season, Travis McGriff. And, uh, of course, Doring was here with Ike and Riedel, and uh, – he set the SEC record with touchdown catches. That it's going to get broken, but Alabama's got to play a game, I guess, before that happens. But yeah, you got to spread it around. Running backs catch a bunch of balls. Eric Red, I think, 
has some kind of record for number of yards and also receptions. Uh, so he 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 had I, I forget how many receptions that one year, maybe fifty or forty five, something like that. So the good pass offenses uh, they they pass according to the defense. They don't just say I'm gonna hit this guy or this guy. They they pick out the best guy uh, against the defense and, and try to throw it to him. Um, South Carolina is looking for a new coach. You know, we all certainly like Will Muschamp, but in this day and age, Steve, um, I, I think Ray Tanner would be hard pressed not to hire somebody with an offensive background. That that's just kind of the way the game has evolved, hasn't it? Yeah, pretty much so. I think. Uh, but uh, then again, uh, Nick Saban is throwing the ball around. He's a defensive guy, but he he turns that offense over to Sarkeesian, uh, who does a fantastic job, as we know the way they throw it around. So yeah, they. Uh, I thought uh, I thought Will Muschamp wanted to throw it around more and all that and so forth. And uh, whether or not the talent or the coaching or whatever. I'm not sure, but uh, obviously South Carolina defense struggled uh, a bit uh, this past game. But I, I have to admit, I was surprised that he was let go. Uh, his record very similar to Lou Holtz's record. Uh, Lou was two games under 500 when he was coaching there, and that's what Muschamp is right now. He's he's two under. He's going to finish two under, I guess. Uh, but they were very similar, uh, and of course everybody back then they thought Coach Holtz did a, a really good job there. Yeah, and. Uh, and so forth, but uh, obviously, uh, Will tells people uh, he he said I wasn't very smart. I followed Urban Meyer to Florida, and I <laughs> followed Spurrier to South Carolina, and uh, of course, both of us had uh, some big time success at each place. And usually, the second coach after a, a, a winning coach, a real winning coach, the second coach usually has the best chance to to do better. Yeah, tough to follow yeah. legends. Uh, yeah. Okay, play of the week. Brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. You can put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. We got for play of the week, Steve. The player of the week? Play of the week. The play of the week. Yes. Play of the week. Okay, the play of the week. I want to go with uh, Kyle Trask. I'll draw it up a little bit later. We had a flood route on going down, well, our left sideline. And... Uh, I forget which receiver caught it, but he caught it in the end zone, and uh, we had three guys all on the left side of the field. And I'll draw that one up here in a little bit. Uh, it, it happened in the second quarter uh, there when we had a good uh, spurt. So uh, Kyle Trast, I, I should know the receiver's name, but they, they all look about the same height, and I can't see their numbers up there. Um, mine is the, the, the play that Shorter caught, the ball you were talking about, uh -huh. the, the, the high ball that he went up and got. In, okay. in the corner. That's my play. Um, and it was funny. Um, Shorter plays Trayvon Grimes' position. Mm -hmm. And remember, there was a personal foul, right? You know what the personal foul was? Grimes running on the field to celebrate with Shorter. Uh, a guy that plays his position. That's kind of cool that, you know, now it's not good. As a coach, it's not good, Steve. Yeah, wait till he gets on the sideline and give him a hug. <laughs> yeah. So he ran on the field. That's what it was. Yeah. I, I couldn't that's, tell that's what, that what it was. Yeah, was. he got a personal foul because he, he oh, went and celebrated. Off. Yeah. I'll be dang. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, our play of the week brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Questions of the week for the head ball coach brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevy, Mazda, and Cadillac. You can send your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. And Steve, we have a lot for you today, sir. So uh, I'm gonna. What I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen, if you send a question in every week, I'm trying to get people that have not gotten a question on. So you may not hear your question every week. So just uh, bear with us here. Uh, Keith in Gainesville, Coach. Is Kyle Trask the best quarterback in Gator history? Is he in the top five? Uh, statistically, he's going to be the best in history probably after this season is over. And then after that, it's just whatever opinion uh, you want to go with he and Warfel and Tebow and whoever. Uh, but obviously, uh, Kyle, he wants to win some championships. When you start looking at all these quarterbacks uh, over the years, uh, there's a reason Tom Brady is considered one of the best ever because all the Super Bowls they've won. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get us an SEC this year with Kyle. It uh, looks like we got to beat Alabama. Not an easy task, but uh, if he if he leads the Gators uh, to the top of the SEC this year and maybe even next year, oh, then then he'll be in there with 
the Tebow's and Warfels and all those guys. Uh, Jeff says, uh, how much influence have you had on Mullen's passing game philosophy? Do you guys talk game plans? His passing game is vastly different from Mullen, Mullen circa 2005-2008. Uh, we don't talk too much, although uh, I did talk to him the other day about uh, that touchdown I'm going to draw up for you. Uh, you know, it's on tape, so we're not giving out any secrets, but uh, uh, we, we just talk occasionally. That's really about the first time this year I've, I've talked to him about a pass play. But I did tell him this. You know what I really like that we do on offense, Steve? We put the quarterback under center. We're not always in the shotgun. Now, there's a time for that shotgun. Don't get me wrong, and it's very helpful. But underneath, I mean, you, you can look at it, and your play action takes a little while. So you go back and you fake the guy, and the line of scrimmage can sort of block like a run, you know, or pull a guard. So the D linemen, they have to, they have to watch for the run a little bit when you have play action. So it gives you a little more time to throw the ball deep. So uh, I, I really like it that our quarterbacks are still underneath. You, you'd be surprised how many teams – they don't even practice no. underneath now. Yeah. And they get on the one-yard line, and they have to <laughs> – they get in the gun, and they just get – stymied a lot of times but uh the ability to be underneath center and the gun i think the best teams do that uh jim and newberry uh did you ever get to meet coach lombardi what nfl coach would you say was your biggest influence to your playing or coaching career i did meet coach lombardi in 1967 remember the old uh college all-star game yes <laughs> uh they used to have a game where the college all-stars play the uh well, they didn't have a Super Bowl, the but the NFL champs, yep. yeah, Super Bowl didn't start till. Uh, well, actually, they were the Super Bowl champs. The Super Bowl started in sixty-five or sixty-six, somewhere like that, or sixty-seven. Was yeah. sixty-seven? I'm not sure. But anyway, so we're playing the Packers up in uh, Chicago, uh, uh, Soldier Field there, and uh, I mean we can't uh, we, we can't hardly make a first down. They they were really good. <laughs> And my tight end uh, was Kaz Banasek. So I'm in the huddle. We can't even complete a pass. And I said, Kaz, what can you get open on? And he said, Spur, I can't even get out. <laughs> Dave Robinson was the uh, outside linebacker. Hall of Famer now. Yep. Ball snap. He just jammed him. He, he said, I can't even get out. I said, well, let me ask somebody else <laughs> what they can get open on. But we didn't uh, – yeah, we didn't have many plays against that Lombardi uh, defense. But anyway, after the game, I said, I'm going to go shake hands with that guy. So he he was very gracious and everything. I did, and I think that's probably the only time I, I met him and talked to him much. But, yeah, his uh, – his writings and, and so forth are were, were key when I became a coach. Some of his statements, uh, you don't do things right once in a while. You do things right all the time. And, you know, we're creatures of habit. You know, once you form your habits, then your habits will form whatever success you're going to have. So uh, he was he was one of my favorites uh, by the way he coached his team and so forth. Uh, Hunter in Odessa, Texas, the Hurricanes <laughs> keep finding ways to win. Are they better and uh, what we give them credit for, are they a good team or a lucky top 10 team? They're a pretty good team. They've won two in the fourth quarter here the last two weeks. And uh, sometimes when you're not a dominant team, and they're not dominant, uh, but they're good enough to beat a bunch of people. So uh, what are they, 6-1 and one now or 7-1, something like that? And uh, they, they got a chance for a big year. Uh, it's going to be interesting. They may be on the outside looking at Clemson and, and Notre Dame, uh, but yet North Carolina, they're the ones that's got to sort of get mad at themselves for losing at Tallahassee that game. They just sort of gave that one away because they're, they're, they may be the best offensive team uh, in ACC this year, North Carolina. Yeah, what a wild game of Wake yeah. Forest last week. That was something. Uh, let's see. Matt and Daytona, um, 10 receivers caught passes, trash stats against Arkansas, unreal. Uh, is this what the fun and gun felt like? as far as the big offense? Well, we were uh, confident that we could run and throw and so forth. Uh, and we, you know, scored a bunch of points here, there, and the other. But uh, they're, they're doing it a little differently. And they've, uh, you know, they're utilizing everybody. And we did. We, we threw the running backs, tight ends, as well as the wide receivers. Uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, and, and certainly when you can score a lot of points, uh, we're averaging – what are we averaging now? Close to fifty or, or something like that. Yeah, you got a chance to win every week. No doubt. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, it's going to be very interesting 
you know, if when we play Alabama, if we play Alabama, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it, it, unless something unforeseen happens, that game's going to occur in about a month or so. Uh, TJ in Charleston, Michigan's bad. They look bad, play bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Harbaugh can't be, be far behind. Can he? Do they let him finish the season? I heard one of the radio guys say that they'll probably let him go through next year, and that's the end of his contract from what I understand. But, yeah, all the national uh, radio guys <clears throat> were basically saying that the, the fight and the spirit is not there. Guys just going through the motion. And that's the worst thing that can, can happen to your, your football program. When it, it appears guys don't care, uh, you got to make wholesale changes. So, I don't know. I don't know if he can get them back or not, but uh, time will tell. Uh, but uh, it, certainly very disappointing, not only there, but uh, Penn State also. Uh, Penn State is still struggling. Nebraska, well, they got to win. They got to win last uh, week over yeah. Penn State. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, anyway, those blue bloods, as they call them, uh, uh, all of a sudden now we got to look to Indiana and maybe some of those teams as the uh, the oncoming teams. Uh, my team up there, I really like, other than Ohio State's Wisconsin, and, and I hope they get to play Ohio State sometime this year. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Parker and Jacksonville Beach. Cincinnati, Indiana, both in the top ten. Is this real? Are they good, or is 2020 just the wildest year ever? Yeah, I think both of them are pretty good. Indiana, they're tough. I mean, they can play defense and play the line of scrimmage and all that, as well as Cincinnati. Uh, these are not just two teams that throw the ball all over the place. Uh, it's still a line of scrimmage game. And, and again, Kyle Trask and our receivers – certainly deserve a whole bunch of credit but our o-line has really played much much better uh i think since uh, coach mullen's been here yep mike and yuli uh, what do you think about the masters in autumn <clears throat> dustin johnson looked unstoppable all weekend yeah they we were very fortunate to have good weather uh first day they had the rain and so forth and got a little delay uh, but the weather when the guys were wearing short sleeves you know in november uh, every every day of the event uh, that was uh, nice so uh yeah dustin uh, proved to be the best player in the world and I, I really admire the way he handled it all the way through it got close there you know sunday afternoon uh but he just kept playing and uh, man he putted super uh we all know he hits it long and he hits it straight, but he made almost all those uh, four, five, six-footers uh, that determined uh, the final outcome. Uh, and he won by, what, five shots, I think. So, yeah, he's the best in the world right now. Uh, he's from right outside of Columbia, Lexington, a little suburb of Con- uh, Columbia there. I played with him in a uh, sort of a pro-am. It was called Hootie and the Blowfish. It was called uh, Monday After the Masters. So after the Masters in April, they had a little uh, tournament in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And uh, I think it was in 05 or 06, I was in his group. And that was before anybody knew much about him. Yeah. I mean, he was just a young guy out there uh, finding his way. But uh, certainly, I mean, he hit it, <laughs> he hit it way past uh, all of us in that group, that's for sure. Uh, Larry in Gainesville, his son plays football for Old Call. Wanted to thank you for coming out to practice the other day to give him a pep talk. Came up short for the championship, but we're proud of them, and you gave them a memory they'll never forget. Well, hopefully. I, I know. What was the final score of their game? I don't know. Uh, yeah, they had beaten they that team once. Yeah. yeah, beat them in the regular year. Yeah, I don't know why it is, but sometimes, uh, Steve, it's best if you can have one loss before you make your run to win the championship. I really think maybe losing up in Tallahassee the last game of the season uh, helped us beat them the next time we played them, which was about a, about yeah. a month later. Uh, of course, we had to beat Alabama in between. But still, uh, teams that have just one loss, get it out of your system. And O'Call uh, was undefeated going into that game. And their one loss occurred in the state championship. But, uh, yeah, they do an outstanding job out there at Oak Hall. Those kids are smart, well-behaved, and uh, I, I was hoping they could win it. But uh, they'll have to try to win it next year. R.J. over there. Um, let's see. Amy in Keystone Heights keeps seeing news about the restaurant. It's not even open. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be uh, get so much attention before its grand opening? Uh, yeah, we, I think we've got enough attention pretty much. And of course, uh, the vaccine, we keep hearing about it all the time. And right now we're shooting for March. Uh, so hopefully that vaccine, uh, can, can get out all, all around Florida and all around the world, really, uh, sometime in, uh, 
the late December or early next year, and we'll be able to get people back uh, to normal restaurants and things like that. So we're looking towards March of opening, and everything's go, so we're fired up about it. Final one, Coach. Mm-hmm. Seth in Clearwater. Looks like we might get another Heisman wearing 11. Should the 11 jersey get the same treatment as the one jersey gets for the Gators? Only the best QBs get to wear 11. No, I don't think so. No, uh, Kyle, uh, it is interesting because he didn't wear 11 in high school. Uh, he, I forget what number he wore, but he got here, and they're asking what numbers were available, and they, somebody told him 11 was available, so he said, I'll take 11. I don't even think he knew I wore it because after I wore it, uh, you know, they retired mine and Scott Brantley's. Yep. And then when I got here in 90, I called Scott, and I, I said, we need to unretire my number and yours if you're okay with it. Because do we retire Emmett's? Do we retire this guy or that guy, Jack Youngblood? Or do we say we're not going to retire anybody's and just, you know, we'll put them in the Hall of Fame, uh, Sports Hall of Fame, things like that. So we need to unretire our two. And he said, that's fine with me, Coach. So we're not going to have retired numbers because you need them all. And gosh, we even have two guys wearing the same numbers nowadays. Uh, but anyway, so Kyle comes in and it was available. He said, well, I'll take number 11. So he's actually the first quarterback to wear it since I did back in the 60s. Wow. So That's interesting. Yeah, first um, one. Question of the week uh, brought to you by Dave or Chevrolet. And, again, uh, loads of questions for Steve. You can send your mm-hmm. questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. We'll take a break, come back, and much more to talk about here. Look at some of the key games coming up this weekend and see where things kind of settle now and where they stand in terms of the college football season, which is now getting toward the month of December. Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today. 
today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle alongside the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. I'm Steve Russell. Shane Matthews not here today. Shaner has uh, an engagement, so he is not with us. He'll be back next week and look forward to having him back. Um, Let's do a Team of the Week, Coach, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Who you got for Team of the Week? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Wisconsin. Uh, they, have, I think, have only played, what, two games this year? They, uh, they had Michigan 28 to nothing, which was the largest deficit by Michigan uh, since they built the stadium there in 1927. Wow. And you know what else happened in 1927? Lindbergh. Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs. Okay. Correct? Yeah. 27, I think. Yep. So anyway, uh, Wisconsin's a good team. And, and they, they're built from, <laughs> we say, the ground up, uh, offensive line, defensive line, big, strong guys. And uh, they run the ball, and they're throwing it better than they have in years past. So when you mix that in and they're playing outstanding defense, uh, that team's got a chance to get in that Final Four also this year. My my team is Marshall uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, mm-hmm. they're having a good year. Uh, they won again last week. Of course, Doc Holliday is there, um, and uh, but they this past weekend that terrible tragedy that occurred fifty years ago. Um, one thing Marshall's always done there, you know, Steve. When obviously every seven years that game falls on a Saturday mm-hmm. when the anniversary of the crash. And they always have a home game. And they always go to the cemetery. They always, you know, understand what happened with that program. So, uh, you know, people that were on that flight apparently to this day still have survivor's remorse that, you know, why me? You know, why wasn't I on that flight, you know, instead of that person? So. Give them a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for I think that. about what eleven booster or something like that went on the trip, yeah. and uh, probably several said, "You know, I had a chance to, but something came up, I didn't go." Yeah, and, and so forth. But uh, yeah, that uh, that was the biggest tragedy, I guess, in the history of college football, really, yep. as far as uh, number of people that uh, that perished in that. Yeah. All right, coach of the week now, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, the best Cuban food in Gator Country. Who's your coach? coach? I tell you what, I'm I'm gonna give it to Lane Kiffin. And uh, his offensive guys there, they ran up over 600 yards against the Gamecocks. And I guess it happened, that's what got uh, Will Muschamp fired, uh, the, the performance that Ole Miss put on him. And I'm going to draw up one of his plays also that they used towards the end of the game there. Uh, but it's interesting. He was uh, talking afterwards, and, and it reminded me a little bit of when I coached at Duke. Uh, your offense has to win the game for you. They, their defense is light. They play hard, just like our defense at Duke. They played their hearts out. Uh, but we had to stay on the field. We had to almost score every possession. And uh, and that's what uh, Obis almost did. They scored just about every possession on South Carolina to win the game. So I, I'll give uh, Coach of the Week to Lane Kiffin this past week. Uh, I'm going to go Brian Kelly, Coach. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if there's, if there's such a thing in the sport. I think it's a media thing you know a a so-called trap game you're coming off a big win and then you get a boston college team which gave clemson some issues Mm -hmm. well they won notre dame won and you know so give kelly a lot of credit his notre dame team was ready to play they're eight and oh so he is uh our my coach of the week we'll take a break come back much more to come inside the huddle espn 98 1 fm 850 am wruf 
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. WRUF Radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Again, if you have a question or a call you want to get in for Coach, you can call us on the Campus USA phone in line 392-8255. Steve, uh, one of the things that's come up and I certainly understand, I believe it's next week when the first college football playoff poll comes out, when the committee has what you know their top four, mm-hmm. and that's the one that counts, not any of the AP or the coaches' polls. That's the one that's going to count from now on. You just wonder, with all of the cancellations and the postponements, mm-hmm. that committee always has a tough job. But think about it now. Look at you mentioned Wisconsin. They're a pretty good team, but they couldn't play two games, right? Ohio State's already missed a game. Uh-huh. There's some schools that that can't afford to miss games. They may not be ranked very highly because of that tough deal here. Yeah, it uh, will be interesting. Uh, what a month from now, uh, whenever they add it all up, if you got to play six to qualify, right. or seven to yeah. qualify. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't know what exactly they'll do. Uh, but hopefully we're going to try to finish this thing. We're going to have a winner. We're going to have a champion. You know, it may be a little different. Uh, we at that Alliance of American Football down in Orlando. We 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 were seven and one. The next three teams were five and three. They declared us the champ. Yep. So uh, somebody's going to play for it, and we're going to have a game. And it, uh, it in the long run, you know, somebody is going to be the winner. 
So we don't know how it's going to work out. But we do know, and we believe we know, that there will definitely be an SEC championship game. And we're going to have a champ this year. And by golly, our Florida Gators, we've got a fighting chance right now. No doubt about it. Uh, All right, let's do our top four teams brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Uh, I imagine the top four hadn't changed a whole lot, Coach, has it? It didn't change at all for me. Bama, uh, Ohio State, uh, Clemson, Notre Dame. But Florida, uh, Texas A&M, Cincinnati, Marshall, and BYU, I I think all those teams certainly got a shot to be in the Final Four. Um, You know, I think the other thing that's going to be interesting, too, I I understand that the committee has a difficult job and there's so many scenarios here, mm-hmm. you know, based on if Notre Dame and Clemson have a rematch, what happens if Alabama plays Florida and Alabama has a loss and Florida has a loss and A&M has a loss? What do you do if Cincinnati's unbeaten or BYU is unbeaten? This is going to this could really play out where there there could be 6, 7, 8 teams that have a claim they should be in that playoff. Yeah, that's always true, it seems like, uh, and that's why we have that committee. Yeah, you know, that's true. About the only sport uh, we have. Well, we have a committee for basketball, but they pick 64, 65 teams. Uh, so, but you know who's number 66 or 67? They're going to be complaining and yelling and bitching and so forth. So uh, just do the best you can and, uh, and go from there. Steve, I, I want to ask, when you look at college football now, um, has – What's changed for you since you coached? I mean, obviously, you guys scored a lot of points when when, mm-hmm. when things are going for you, but almost everybody scores mm-hmm. a lot of points now. What do you see that's changed in the college game? Uh, well, the run plays, the shotgun, uh, guys in motion, a whole bunch of different formations here and there, and, uh, you know, the little jet sweep. We used to do it from underneath, you know, crazy to come running by when handed to him. Now they're in the shotgun and they flip it and they fake it and all this, that and the other. So there's there's a lot more misdirection everywhere. Uh, I still like teams that get under center, but not not many of them get under center anymore. And uh and there's a place to run the old I formation uh plays. And of course you can do it with a tight end coming in motion. He becomes the fullback and uh you can run the blast the iso and the sweeps and uh lead draws and things like that but uh anyway i just think mostly the the run plays with guys in motion all the time are different and and teams are better throwing the ball they're just better receivers are better quarterbacks are better than than they were oh 20 30 years ago i love picking your brain on things like this um dan mullen yesterday talked about the freedom that Kyle Trask gets at the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. He calls protections. He may have to change the offensive line protection. He, he looks at the defense and he does, you know, it, a lot of people think it's an audible. It's, it's not. It's, it's just checking. Has, did you allow your quarterbacks much freedom to do that? Huh. Somebody asked Shane or Danny one time, does coach get mad at you when you're audible? He said, no, he gets mad if I don't audible. Because <laughs> your job as quarterback, get to a good play. Don't leave something on that doesn't have a chance. And that's why we try to get him up there with time to, to change. You, know, you can see him yelling one side to the other and, and go from there. But, uh, you know, as we said before, there's a good play for every defense, and there's a good defense for every offensive play just about. So that team that can get to – the most good plays against the right defense, uh, they're going to score a lot of points. All right. Mm-hmm. Chalk Talk Time with Coach, brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. I'm going to get out of the way, Coach, and you can draw Okay. It All right. I'm going to draw up that, uh, that that pass, sort of a flood route. And they, uh, Dan Mullen, Brian Johnson, and those guys, they ran a little different than most people. I'm going to draw it up for us. Okay. This is uh, this is usually a good third and long play, by the way. Okay, we're uh, we're in the four wide receivers here. Got a running back. Yeah, okay, we got everybody over here. All right, most people when they run, all right, uh, they play in a big three deep zone. Everybody's uh, you know Arkansas. They're they're trying to prevent you know anything deep. So 
when you run a flood route, this guy hits the flat, this guy goes up and he hits over here, and usually this guy just streaks on out. So what uh, Dan and his guys did, he had this guy go down here and hit the post, which tells this guy, well, he's, he's running in there, I'm gonna wait and get this thing right here, I may pick this off. And then when he went in here, then he bellied back deep over here, and, uh, and Kyle, you know, he sort of, he sort of looked here a little bit, looked here a little bit, and then dumped it in the end zone for the touchdown. So that was a different way of running a flood route. Most people just run him deep and try to get in here, you know. But he put, sent that guy, so then his eyes got on this guy, and he hesitated just a little bit and was able to dump it over his head. So I really, I really like that, uh, what he did there. Uh, okay, while we're right here, I'm going to draw up the play that uh, Lane Kiffin uh, hit to beat uh, South Carolina the other day. Okay. Uh, and it, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, it was a little bit the same defense. Uh, it was uh, long yards, I think it was fourth and 11. So South Carolina was uh, playing, you know, three deep, trying to make them throw underneath and so forth. Okay. Uh, let me see. I think I think they were in trips. Let me see. I think they were in trips to the field. So they had another guy here, another guy here. And the back was even over here. The back was over here. And uh, South Carolina's playing three deep. Uh, three deep zone. So this guy, he just he keeps this guy over here. This guy, he ran inside up. And over here, all right, this guy hit, hit the flat, so it got him. He sort of keeps him occupied. Okay. So obviously, I think the running back was either on this side, he gave him a little quick fake, and then he went back and he just kept watching this guy right here. So that got him on him. And this running back, he went right up through here, and he went right in there. He hit that seam Same area, right. yeah, from even way over here. And these guys, he's sort of helping here. He went there, and these guys, these, these guys just covering air over here. But uh, after he made a little fake, he went back and he watched this guy all the way. So that got him out of there, and then he put his foot in the ground, fired that kid the touchdown pass on fourth and eleven. That was fourth and eleven play, well executed. Uh, they had the right defense for it, and uh, that's what you call a good ball play right there. Yeah. yeah, and well executed, but you got to execute. The quarterback has to, he has to make just a slight fake, not a big one, and then he gets his eyes completely on that uh, safety and the guy running sort of the post cross in there. It was, it was funny because uh, it, it went viral. Uh, there was the one throw. I'm not sure if it was that play, but uh, they had the wide view of the field and the receivers breaking open, and Kiffin raises his hand before he even threw the ball. He knew that play was going to work, and it sure did. He threw a long ball for a touchdown. And Matt Corral, let's talk about quarterbacks, Coach. Mm -hmm. uh, he has been fantastic for Ole Miss. He's been really good. Yeah, he has. And uh, it was sort of interesting hearing him talk about the play afterwards, you know, about how he had to look this guy off, and they had a weak roll on. And, uh, yeah, South Carolina, that, that one play where the guy was wide open and Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. I, they were in a funky coverage. I, I mean, somebody had to blow coverage there for him to be that yeah, he wide, was open. wide open. Yeah, yeah was, somebody had to blow it there. Yeah. We'll take a break, come back. Uh, we're going to talk about some key games coming up, not just in the SEC, but around college football as uh, the season begins to wind down. These games uh, have more and more importance. We're inside the huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Up. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. 
Spurrier's going to be one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators sports headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator sports headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby to Today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Touchdown! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world WRUF Radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Uh, by the way, a, a, a caller, um, Coach, asked, and he said, uh, do you miss coaching? John had called our phone line here. And he said, I want to know if you missed coaching. Oh, I miss coaching a little bit. Yeah, I miss calling ball plays and drawing them up and yep. watching guys execute them a little bit. And I've said if one of those spring leagues where you work about three or four months uh, comes up, uh, that, that might be something would be fun. But, uh, no, I have no desire to coach any colleges anymore. Okay. Uh, let's uh, look at games to look for. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Well, Coach, uh, we, we were talking off air um, about some games that if you looked at the schedule six months ago and you'd say, this is a big game, all right. But you know what? This crazy season. Um, let's start with Indiana at Ohio State, a top ten matchup. Yeah, that's going to be, I think, a really good game. I don't know if Indiana can hang with them, uh, but they believe they can. And so when you believe you got a fighting chance uh, against the top team, you do. Uh, but uh, I'm sure everybody's going to be picking Ohio State in this one. But uh, Indiana, is uh, they're a mentally tough team and a good team. I think Ohio State's going to win because they're at home. But I'm with you, Coach. I think Indiana believes. Yeah. Now, you know, they could get crushed. Who knows? Because Justin Fields... He's got something like 52 touchdown passes and three picks at Ohio. It's ridiculous what his touchdown to interception ratio is. But I, I'm going to pick Ohio State, but yeah. I, I love what Indiana has done. And good for I think they're, they're, they have this record for the first time since like 1987. So good mm-hmm. for them. Um, okay, 
LSU and Arkansas. Yeah, that could be a good ball game, couldn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who I'd pick in that one. Uh, is it at Arkansas? At Arkansas. I'll yep. take Arkansas. I think LSU's a little in turmoil right now. What you think of Arkansas and Felipe last week, by the way? Oh, their offense played well. And I think they came in the game with the number one pass defense in the conference, number one or two, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it goes to show you a good passing team. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the other team's pass defense is. I always go back to uh, when we played Alabama in the 96 SEC championship game. They were number one in the nation in pass defense. And they played bump and run man-to-man against everybody. So I told our guys, I said, see that defense they're playing? We're going to get that the whole game because they're number one in the nation in defense. So Ike and Redell and Quezzy and those guys and Danny. Danny threw for 401 yards and six touchdowns in that game. And they were number one in the nation. So good passing teams, uh, they, they, don't, they don't care too much on how good your pass defense is. And that's what happened last week with Kyle Trask in Arkansas. They, they were pretty good on pass defense until our game. Yeah, remember they had led the SEC in picks. They had 12 coming in, but mm-hmm. uh, didn't do them a whole lot of good. Uh, this is interesting game, Coach. Cincinnati at UCF. Who that is a good one. That is a good one. It's at UCF. Uh, it, it'll be Cincinnati's uh, big test. If they can get out of there, I, I believe they can go undefeated. Yeah, no, I think a lot of points, too. That's going to be probably Could one be. of those, you know, Cincinnati's very good on defense, so. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, another one in the Big Ten, Coach. I know you love Wisconsin. Uh-huh. They're at Northwestern, who's unbeaten. Yeah, it'll be a good game there. Northwestern has hung in there and, and won a bunch of games that they could have lost. A little bit like Miami winning toward the end. Northwestern's been doing that also. Uh, so I, w- I would think this would be a tough one for Northwestern. Um, I'm going to stick with some SEC stuff here. Um, Auburn sort of found their offense a little bit. You know, they, they relied on Nick so much. They started running the ball, and they had better success. They host Tennessee. Yeah, that's uh, uh, really a good game. They used to play each other all the time, I think, back in the old days before divisions and all that, uh, Auburn-Tennessee game. So, uh, I, I, you know what, I, Tennessee, I don't know if they got their fight back or what. They're, they're in a slump, and Auburn seems to be on an uptick. Uh, it's at Auburn. At Auburn. I, I think I'd take Auburn at home. Me too. I, I don't know where Tennessee is offensively. I, I just don't know what their quarterback situation is. Um Mississippi State at Georgia. Low-scoring game, I predict. (laughs) I don't know, though. Uh, Yeah, of course, you know, I'm pulling for Mississippi State. Uh, My son coaches receivers out there. Uh, The the offense uh, that they've been using uh, has been – they've been struggling. Uh, Georgia's got an excellent pass defense, as we know. Uh, Maybe they can put some of those plays in we used against Georgia. Uh, those at Kyle Trask uh, hit, hit them for, what, four touchdowns in the first half and then one more. Uh, but time will tell if Georgia bounces back. Um, I'm anxious to see this game. If, if Hugh Freeze, who's done a great job at Liberty, if he is the guy that South Carolina is looking at, he's got a chance this week, Coach, because they play at NC State. Yeah, they, they beat Virginia Tech in yeah. the, at Miracle at the end of the game there. So, uh, yeah, if they ain't going to beat NC State, but he's, he's going to be in demand anyway. You know, he won at Ole Miss, and he had, had that personal issue. Uh, they had to let him go, and he was actually banned from uh, coaching in the SEC for a while. But uh, we're a forgiving nation, and, and I would think Greg Sankey would probably – I would guess he would probably approve him coming back into the SEC. Uh, I think if your old friend Bobby Stoops here, Bedlam this weekend, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Yeah, Bedlam game, they call it. Uh, yeah, that, that should be a good one. Uh, I think both uh, – well, Oklahoma has two losses. Oklahoma State only has one. So, uh, if Oklahoma's going to win the Big, tw- Big 12 again, uh, it's a must game for them. If Okie State wins it, uh, they're in pretty good shape. Um, in the Pac-12, that, that's almost a forgotten conference. And, you know, they had that 9 a.m. Eastern time game the other week. Arizona State's not playing again this week. USC has just snuck by a couple of teams. Mm-hmm. They play at Utah. Um, can USC make it 3-0? and Is this Utah's first game, I think? First or second? Uh, I th- they haven't played many. Uh, no. Uh, 
sort of interesting. I think Cal played their first game last Sunday against UCLA. Yeah, and UCLA and, beat them. And they told them Friday, hey, can you guys come down and play UCLA? Yeah, we'll be there. So they heard, hurriedly watched some tape of last year's games, I guess, and put a game plan in. But, uh, yeah, team schools, are, they're just they're trying to play games here, there, and the other, and that's, I think that's what we have to do this year. Take a break, come back. We'll wrap up Inside the Huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax in the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Real quick, Coach, to wrap things up, Florida goes to Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, sometimes teams have kind of fallen asleep up there, but this mm-hmm. is an SEC game. you got to go win it. Yeah, Vandy uh, at times really played us tough. Gosh, the year we won the national championship, we, we won 28-21 up there. All of a sudden, it got real tight in the fourth quarter. But, uh, yeah, you can never relax. Funny things can happen in football. You know, defensive score or this, that, and the other, loose balls. So I think our guys will be ready. There's something about this shortened season that I think uh, our team, uh, the good teams, uh, they they know we're going to push all the way to the end of this thing. And when it's over, we'll look back and see how well we did. So uh, I think our Gators definitely be ready to play. That's our Inside the Huddle for today. Thanks to the head ball coach, Steve Sprayer. Shaner back next week. Harp on Sports is next. Sports scene comes your way at noon. So make sure to call us up and talk sports with us. Thanks to Brad for producing today. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, crime prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the best of the best in Gainesville, and the Ethics 